0: My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle, for sure. Makes me wanna dribble, dribble. You know, riding in my Fiat. You really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact. No slack. But luckily the seats go back. I got a knack to relax in my mind. I'm sitting sound red, red
1: wine. Nice. You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is O. Pod.
2: on deck for today guys we've got some good hot topics well i should say we're going to talk about our community event here locally between lewisburg and center hill got some good local news dad jokes motivational message random facts and stories you likely didn't know and of course our post game show with our coaches and our sports section
1: t how's your week been brother Hey, it's been going pretty good this week can't complain about too much uh shameless plug here youtube channel still up and rolling and uh, things are going well on, on that as well. And uh, things at work are going well. Uh, I'm happy and healthy. My wife is relatively happy, and, and she's healthy. <laughs> no, relatively she's and healthy. <laughs> My daughter's out west uh, at, a, at a nursing uh, uh, seminar this week. She's out in Denver and uh, having a good time uh, doing that traveling type thing. But uh, besides that, everything's going well. What about y'all?
2: Man, uh, it's been a heck of a few days, to be honest with you, man, you know, uh, in, yeah? our, in our hot topics, I'm going to talk about this community event that I had a big part of, and it, it, it was really, really good, but good. you know, one of the, one of the first things I want to talk about before we do anything is, is that, you know, I just, I pray for all the people in Florida, you know, I grew up yeah. in, Canada, in that area, uh, i spent a lot of years in the Tampa, St. Petersburg, close to Fort Myers and stuff, and to see the stuff that's happened from Hurricane Ian, it's just, it's unbelievable, or Ian, it's no joke, I, and, um, uh, you know, I've been to Tampa Bay many times, and that's a huge bay. And to see the videos of it, the water running out of it, and like just being mud, and people being able to walk out there on it, that just blows my mind. Cause that's just yeah. makes you think of something apocalyptic. You know, it's just crazy. But to see the boat stacked up, and uh, yeah, just the houses, the destruction, it's going to take a long, long time to get all that back to where it was. And I hope, you know, I just pray for everybody involved that you know may or may not have lost someone, property, whatever, and uh, you know, and just uh, be strong, push through it. You know, just tough. Yep, it's really gotta be tough. tough, man. No doubt. Well, hopefully, I can tell them this: if anybody down in Florida wants to make their way over here to Mississippi, I do happen to have I know a fantastic realtor team that can help you find the perfect house right here in DeSoto County, especially in Olive Branch, and that is our good friends over there at Team Couch of Birch Realty. Guys, this is a team that has been doted number one in DeSoto County multiple times. And our good friend Brian is kind of at the helm. Just does a fantastic job. They can handle any type of real estate transaction you want to have. And they're going to do it in a professional manner with a full-service team. There's no question this is the where you want to go. If you want to go check out their stuff, you can go look at their teamcouch.com, which is a fantastic website. shows all the stuff they do. You can also contact them about maybe getting a free market analysis. This way you can find out what your house is worth in this area and that maybe if you're in the market to sell it they'll be able to help you out if you want to contact them by phone you can reach them at their office at 662-449-1700 or you can even call brian's personal cell phone which is 901-461-7653 remember every home needs a couch T this week for hot topics i want to talk about uh what was my big thing for the last few days and we decided to have a huge community event Uh, kind of attached to uh, the football game where Center Hill uh, hosted Lewisburg, arch rivals, you know, local schools here in Olive Branch, two of of our schools that we, you know, we follow, adore, love, have friends, fans, the works, and what a night it was. We decided to, at Center Hill, uh, a lot of you guys know I'm an administrator there, um, and we decided to do a big full day of red Out to show support for the football team. We decided to have a pep rally, and dare I say, it's the best pep rally we've ever had in school history. I was told by numerous teachers who have been there since day one, by far the most fun, entertaining one they've ever had been a part of. Uh, we even took the lights off, let the kids pull their phones out, had flat, you know, used the flashlights, had smoke, uh, colored smoke, all this different thing, like let the team come out. I mean, it felt like we were at ESPN game day. It was really, really fun. The kids just. So soaked up the energy it was really really a great experience and of course i got to dj it you know with the guy on the mic running around having a good time and
1: well, i was gonna say you know the pep rally is only as good as the hype man
2: that's correct. That's correct. I can, ah, I'm not afraid to rotate my shoulder, widen my hand, and pat myself on the shoulder because it, it was uh, it was good stuff, man. I, there you go, right there.
1: Bro.
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. Look, I, I just had a lot of fun, and a lot of my teachers and students, they really, really enjoyed it, and that's what I cared about. That's the best paycheck anybody can get is to see kids that have fun. In a good yeah. way. There wasn't anybody getting in trouble or nothing like that. It was just people laughing, giggling, screaming, having fun, dancing, getting to watch entertainment, teachers getting involved. And to see that this uh, you know, this took weeks of preparation. We had some phenomenal, phenomenal teachers leading the kind of the creative team, as I call it, you know, um, just doing a lot of work in the background to make all this happen. And I just can't thank them enough. And then we decided to have a cook-off challenge. Where yeah, had I t- saw that. That was tailgating uh, in the end yeah. zone. We filled out the entire tailgate zone with tents. There was smokers, grills, food everywhere. Yeah. We had a grilled corn competition. People were like, "Why corn?" Well, if you don't know, Lewisburg is the children of the corn, so we thought it'd be just the perfect <laughs> <That's> thing <right. laughs> to have grilled corn in honor of Lewisburg coming to town. We also had, uh, you know, music. We had fireworks, and I got to throw another shout out to Brian Couch. Brian Couch. Uh, yeah, I was able to have a friend connect me with uh, doing uh, some fireworks, and they were able to get me some mortars and some other things to be able to use the the football game when they scored. Yeah. And it was fantastic. Nobody was expecting it. I was able to keep it a secret until right there before we started shooting fantastic response from that not only that we also had we brought the youth out we had the youth cheer youth dance come perform at halftime my daughter got to perform as the cheer of course she was stellar you know just absolutely fantastic and we also invited every single kid at both elementaries and middle school if they come wearing a red shirt we'll let you in for free to be a part of the festivities and we even had sponsors like Michael Hatcher and Associates stuff we'll talk about in a minute that donated hot dogs drinks everything for every child. Child that came in wanting to come to the ball game just imagine you just come down here enjoy it we had probably close to four thousand people on the home wow. side for the wow. biggest game the biggest crowd ever and then like that we topped it off by making the largest tunnel we've ever created by all the fans wearing red came on the field we created a tunnel that went all the way past the 50 it wow. was over That's four great. or five deep and that was in staff parents kids It was a truly special night. And, of course, they were able to win the ball game versus Ludberg, which was great for the home crowd. Um... It was a lot of people involved, a lot of things going on, and it was, absolutely, it was really special is what it is. It's one of those things that, you know, it's a day that you, you won't forget and, you know, you're happy you're a part of it and everybody came away feeling really good about it. And so it, it was really good and it was really, really nice to see the community come together because, unfortunately, like Center Hill in Lewisburg, there is no town square. There is no place to go right. have a parade. There is no, The schools are the community center. And right. so we want to try to create a tradition where the schools become the hub, for this area so that people have a place to do it. Like we're planning on doing trunk or treat for the community. We're planning on doing a homecoming where we do parades for, you know, businesses and all the schools and stuff. And so trying to create that community feel. And this was a great, great start to come to it. So I really appreciate everybody that came out Lewisburg and center Hill wise. One well, hundred. We know, we,
1: we know that, you know, Lewisburg and center Hill both are both our sister schools in the same district. You support each other all the time, but we also know when it comes to athletic events, there's a big rivalry there. Uh, It sounds like y'all really put it over the top uh, this week. So, uh, uh, Lewisburg, y'all listen up. Hey, you know, Center Hill's got to come to y'all's place next year. And uh, you're going to have to step it up, sounds like, over there. You know, see what's going to have to go on.
2: You're putting quite a challenge out there. Jamestown is a rocking place. And so I'm willing to bet that just maybe, just maybe, they will roll out the red carpet and see what they're going to bring to the table. We shall see. I
1: don't know. It sounded like it was pretty, pretty top notch where you're at. It sounds like it's going to be hard to beat. You know, maybe just so. want to know. Maybe those Patriots will be up to the challenge. We'll see. Yes, no doubt, no doubt.
2: Well, T, let's get over to our news. Man, of course, we've got to start this off by mentioning our awesome, awesome advertisers and a proud supporter of our community event at the football game. That would be Michael Hatcher and Associates. They even had a cooking team there, T, believe it or not. They entered their corn recipe. Unfortunately, it did not take one of the first, second, or third places, but it might not have won the judges, but it won the hearts of all the people who enjoyed the corn. Let's sort of put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, But guys, this is another example of a company that really gives back to its community. It's truly infused. We have several people who work there, have their kids go to our schools. It's just a great fit. If you want to be a part of this company that gives so back to schools, is a great team atmosphere, gives you great pay, great benefits, the whole nine yards, please go check out HatcherLandscape.com and go apply today. They have positions in all levels, all different types of categories. I bet you they got a job for you if you are motivated and want to work for a great company. You can also call our talent acquisition manager at
1: 662-755-3207 if you have any questions tell you what we got on the news today man well the mississippi department of education has finally announced uh their accountability standards for the uh, uh 2021-22 2022 school year excuse me and uh soto county schools racked up pretty well Uh, The school as a whole is an A-rated district, once again, even though there's been many obstacles over the last couple of years or so with COVID going on. um, Our students, you know, being out and going through a lot of things, teachers, administrators, staff, parents, everyone has come together, worked extremely hard over the last couple of years to overcome those challenges. And uh, we just want to give a shout-out to all of our schools in DeSoto County. Uh, Want to feature a couple of them. Uh, All the the Center Hill schools, elementary, middle, and high school, were all an A-rated school. Same thing out in Lewisburg in their area. And in Olive Branch, Olive Branch Elementary, earned – an a rating chickasaw elementary and a rating as well the intermediate school and in olive branch and middle school were both rated to as well as olive branch high school so congratulations to all those administrators and teachers and staff and students for uh doing an outstanding job getting our kids uh where they need to be to get them as, as college and career ready as possible
2: Oh, that's, it's absolutely huge, guys. Look, there's a reason Olive Branch is a great place to live. It's because the schools here are phenomenal. I mean, Lewisburg are some of the top ranks. Center Hill's been some of the top ranks. Center Hill's a blue ribbon school. Olive Branch is making strides every single year, getting better better. It won't be long, we'll all, I mean all be A schools and doing – just, just a fantastic place to be. There's not a bad school to go to, and that's why property values are high. The city amenities are getting better and better day by day, and right. it's just a great place to be. It's a great place to be. You know, speaking of all the branch, i got something else to say. You Guess who came out to the community event on Friday night to help us judge the corn cooking competition and and to go out to middle of the field and have a moment of silence and tribute to Adam Tipton we've talked about the last two weeks. Guess who were the two special guests?
1: No. I don't
2: know. You know how about the new police chief Bill Cox, as well as our own Olive Branch City Mayor Ken Adams, friend of the podcast, fantastic came out there, was out there in the middle of the field doing the moment of silence, helped out with the cooking contest, and made contributions to for his family. Uh, That was huge. Shout out to Olive Branch Police, Olive Branch Mayor. Fantastic, fantastic job.
1: Great job, great job. Everyone, when everyone gets involved, everyone wins. Oh, there's it's no risk there to it. No doubt, that's it. All right, moving on. Olive Branch. Here's another thing about Olive Branch: has just been recognized by a website called SmartAsset.com as one of the best places to live. That's outside of a large city in 2022. Now, what defined a larger city is a population of 250,000 or more. And that town had to be within a 15-minute to one-hour drive away from that large city. They were compared uh, uh, on many different things to look at, including jobs, affordability, livability, education, I'm sure, is in there as well. Our city of Olive Branch comes in as it came in at number 12 on that list of all the cities across the United States that reside just outside of a large city as a place to live. Hey, we got city several cities right here in, in DeSoto County that could qualify for that. Oh, there ain't no doubt. But, but Olive Branch is the one that that, that made it. Huh. No surprise to hear no surprise no no not at all <laughs> not at all absolutely not no but that's fantastic it's a great place to live there's a lot of place a lot of things going on around here all the time you know the, the city government is stepping up trying to make this place uh uh where people want to come to be able to visit uh it's 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 a safe place to live uh, especially in our time that what we have today and just to hear of all the things that are going on uh to try to make it family friendly, to make it a place where people want to come and visit, to spend their money in order to increase the tax base so that our, our local government can can use those things to continue to improve the community. It's it's fantastic.
2: There's no doubt. And see, here's the thing, T. We just talked about how good the schools are. We just talked right. about how the local government is really doing its part to make this place great. We just talked about how the police are there to support the community, are doing a great job versus crime. We have some of the best real estate, nice things around here. We have the amenities for the people, the good restaurants. We have a fantastic park, which is getting better and better. We have sports facilities here, which Soccer, baseball, football, the works. And we're also getting Cascades built, which is going to be a huge entertainment district. We have a movie theater, great shopping. I mean, like, put it together, people. We have all the pieces and it's only getting better and better. This is why we do this podcast, to highlight this great community. It's absolutely wonderful. Now, I hate to say this for the next advertiser, because this is a terrible segue. If for some reason you don't want a property in this area, you want to get rid of it fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the reality of it is, is that you don't have to leave. It just means that if you got a property that maybe is in bad shape or got it through a divorce or a loss of a loved one or something of that nature, and you just don't want to spend the time effort to get it fixed up or, or try to go through trying to selling it and don't want to deal with people haggling and lowballing you or realtors giving you a hard time, whatever, then you want to talk to our good friends over at Robin Properties who will make a cash offer which will sell fast, I promise you and close fast and, you, and you'll have that cash in hand that much faster. If you want to see what they got, go check out their website. It's called iBuyDeSoto.com It shows the process they do it, the kind of houses they've bought in the past, what they do with them, and how they improve the community and improve the integrity of the area it's just a fantastic company go seriously go check out their website iByDesoto.com.
1: all right these last few things we have are just uh, some announcements that we've talked about over the past couple of weeks but we want to remind people to make sure and be a part of these things don't forget about the large craft fair at the olive ranch senior center uh this coming Uh, This coming November 5th. I was going to say this coming Saturday, but it's actually Saturday, November 5th from 9 a.m. to 3. Make sure you come by and shop. Hey, if you do some crafts, if you make some spices like to cook, uh, you know, baked items, things of that nature as well, or you're good with with, uh, metal or woodwork or whatnot as well, they are still looking for vendors. The booth space is uber, uber cheap. It's just 10 bucks to sign up to get a booth space so you, you can be a part of that as well. There's going to be food trucks there, a snow cone booth. barbecue is going to be available to purchase. Uh, we hope everybody will come out and, and be there that day.
2: Absolutely. I can't wait. I can't wait. I love that crafty stuff. You're, I'm telling you it's a great place. And you're also helping out the Senior Center. It's, it's good calls. Very good cause. That's right.
1: That's right. Also, the city of Olive Branch is excited to bring back Movie Under the Stars over there at the Weston House Lawn. Uh, it's going to be each Thursday night, beginning this coming Thursday night uh, through the month of November. Uh, come for a free family friendly movie. There's going to be uh, local food vendors there, so you can buy a snack while you're there uh, each night, also. And don't forget, like I said, uh, this week it's going to be uh, Cruella at thurs- Thursday night. Thursday night, Cruella is going to be the first movie, and it'll start at seven o'clock.
2: Can't wait, man! Can't. Last year was a big success, and the way this weather is already, it was a little bit warmer last year in October. This year, it's already gotten a little cool. Falls in the air. It's going to be great, absolutely great. Don't miss it.
1: Yeah, the forecast looks like it's going to be this week. The way it's been the last two weeks, so make sure and bring you a little coat. Uh, The light garden is coming. Great! I'm glad to see this one. Delight in the stunning illumination and holiday entertainment as well as some unique shopping opportunities for the whole family at the myth south's newest holiday experience in olive branch it's going to be at the city park and light garden visitors enjoy beautiful light displays as well as local flavors performances artists, and vendors that are sure to brighten any holiday tradition that's going to start in november around the 22nd and it'll be available through the end of the year Yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir. Well, guys, that's in for our news. And quick reminder, look, if you'd like to advertise with us, do not hesitate. We will make you a package, a deal, whatever you want to put your business or any announcements you want to put out here on our podcast, we'll get you taken care of. Or if you just want to ask about what we can offer for you, come on, send us an email at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to talk to you. It's time for those dad jokes, brother. And of course, this is brought to you by our insurance agent. That is Ali Edge Lally of Alpha Insurance, the ace agency of Olive Branch. Guys, look. He saved me over nine hundred dollars, and this was like a year ago when I joined him. And this this has been nothing but the most positive thing I've done when it comes financially, but also for say you know peace of mind. You know I've been able to call Allie anytime I have a question. It's insurance based. Uh, I'm in the possibility of looking at doing some other business and different things. I just bounce questions off of him. He's always there. He's always friendly, even though I'm not trying to you know buy something, add something. He's not never afraid to talk to me, answer questions. This is the kind of guy you want in your corner who's got your back and get this it's better coverage at a lower rate what's better than that i bet you if you call him and get a quick quote you'll be stunned what he can save you and get better coverage call him today at his office right there on goodman road at 662-893-0928 i promise you you will not regret it Tea. you ready for some good jokes man i've got four or I'm five always for you sure today good. All right. That's <laughs> him. That's him. i always like a good one now i hear you i gotta tell you man i got i got some uh i got some feedback the last couple of weeks you know some people I are like you nah. have yeah <laughs> and believe it or not i'm just lucky i was able to survive last week after, you know after my wife heard that podcast so you know it was, it was uh a little, a little tough as they say yeah. um but anyway well, let's get right to it um like I said, I can't thank these people enough for sending these on the email. And some of these I do find on social media. I just, I just too funny to pass up. But I hope you enjoy them. Well, here we go. Gee. According to a recent survey, six out of seven dwarves are not happy. Why is that? You missed it right there, man. I, I sure did. <laughs> no white, and the seven dwarves. <laughs> Think about it. Man.
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, all she did was sleep. I mean, (laughs) she didn't cook. She didn't clean. Easy. She she did the laundry. (laughs) And then then the first tall dude that came along, she went out with him. (laughs) She dumped him. I mean, I'm surprised all seven of them weren't at (laughs) it. All
2: right, here we go. So a police officer came by my house and said he was looking for a man with one eye. I told him. He might do a lot better if he opened his other eye.
1: That would help quite a bit. (laughs)
2: T, I just discovered this. This is really hard on me, man. This is really hard. Oh, I just my discovered my wife's Tinder profile, and I got to tell oh, you, I'm no. pretty. I'm pretty angry. Why is that? Because she is not fun to be around. I don't know where she gets that on her profile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. Anyway, <laughs> T, how many Mexicans does it take to change a light bulb? Oh
1: gosh. I'm I'm not answering this one. It's just one.
3: All <laughs> what right. do you think they are, Polish? <laughs>
2: yeah. Here I we go, last that. one. I'm, I'm half Polish. <laughs> Here's the last one. This morning, I decided to use Red Bull instead of water to make my coffee. Man, I was halfway to work, and I realized I forgot my car. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: I got to turn around and go back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. That was a good one.
2: <laughs> well guys, as always, I hope y'all enjoyed a little dad jokes and have some fun there. And as always, we hope you have clicked subscribe on your podcast playing app and told your friends, your family and your coworkers about us. Do not let us down. And if you can, of course, if you get 5 minutes or a couple minutes to give us a positive review on iTunes, it helps us out a huge bunch. I really really appreciate it. Tell you this motivational message this week is as short as I've ever seen it, but boy does it pack a punch. It is quite a quite a wallet, to be honest with you. I feel like I'm Tyson just taking a hit after a hit, you know. It uh but man, when you sit there and think about it, it's true. I mean just when you hear it, it's gonna be like, Wow, that was it and you're gonna <laughs> like, wait a minute. That's the, that's the truth, you know what I mean? And so, yep. if anything, I hope it's just kind of maybe a little kick in the pants or a slap up the back of the head to make you realize that sometimes it's worth fighting for something. And so, hey, let's go to this audio now.
3: If you think the price of winning is too high, wait till you get the bill from regret.
1: Well, after that, I think it's time to go on to the next segment, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just plain and simple right there.
2: It is, man. Well, look, you know what? I'm a huge believer in is is that regret is the biggest thing that you want to avoid in life. Okay? I mean, honestly, I mean, when it comes to what you have your ambitions, what you do in life, this, that, or so on, you don't want to regret anything in your life. You don't want to be in your hospital bed one day, look at your family, and somebody say, you know, if you could change anything, you want to try to say, I don't regret my decisions in life. I don't regret this. Mm -hmm. You want to minimize that to the point and to say, you know... You, did you put everything out there? It's just like the old adage when we were both football coaches and everything like that. You tell those kids every single time: leave it on the field. Don't let have any mm-hmm. regrets that you didn't, because you you don't want that feeling to you know immerse you, soak into you, take you over, because you didn't give everything you had when you had the opportunity. Because not everybody gets those opportunities, and you don't want to waste them when you do. And so, uh, it's a powerful message. Do what you got to do. Put it out there. Even if that means you're risking it all, that's what you got to do. Great message. Great message. Absolutely.
1: All right, now it's time for a random fact stories you likely didn't know. Brought to you once again by Old Town Fitness. You know, if you go to Old Town Fitness, it's not like any other place you normally go to, okay? You got people there that are nice to you. They're friendly to you. They want you to be there. They're glad for you to be there. They're not going to pressure you about anything. They're not going to judge you about anything. They're there to help you reach the goal that you've placed for yourself. And and if this is sounds like a place that you want to be, then this is the place where you need to go. Make sure that you check it out. Meet the owners. Uh, they're there all the time. They're, they're, they're available to you as well. And they know what it's going to take to help you reach your goals today. They're located... At 9045 Highway 178 and Olive Branch. Their hours are Monday through Friday. They're open in the mornings from 5 a.m. all the way up until uh, lunchtime at noon. Then they open again at 5 p.m. until 7 p.m. at night. And then Saturdays are open in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 10. So give them a big shout-out and check them out today. All right, Zach, did you know this one's pretty good right here? I love this one. I love this. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Tim Tebow, everybody knows that he won a Heisman Trophy. Every year, he auctions off his Heisman Trophy for someone to have possession of it. They don't get to keep it forever. But he auctions it off for them to keep it for a year. Now, currently, uh, Luke Bryan, the country singer, has it now. But uh, Tebow said that these yearly auctions have raised almost a million dollars for charities over the past decade. Isn't that awesome, man? That's Yeah, you know? And his little, I, have he's got a foundation. The name of it. Yeah, yeah, the foundation. And they do
2: dance, and they do like community events and dances night. for kids yeah. for, who yeah. have learning Downs. disabilities, yeah, and, mm-hmm. um, disability, all that stuff like that. And it is fantastic right. what he does, yep. man.
1: Hey, hey, look, he's just a good dude. I mean, that's all there is to it. People like to knock him because you know. <laughs> Uh, his religion it, and everything else. Yeah, his religion stuff. and take a kneel and pray. You know, those people, they, they, might, ought, they ought, might, might ought to take a clue from it. I mean, because the guy's doing outstanding, and he's done outstanding work ever since he left football as well. All right, moving on to the next one. All right, I'm going to do my best with these pronunciations here. Singalese and Mayor in Mayern Munich stars Sadio Main pays an allowance I guess he's a soccer player. He's a or famous something? soccer player, yes. Okay. Well he's not that famous. I don't know who he is. Well anyway <laughs> Anyway, he pays an allowance of seventy dollars a month to every resident of the village in which he grew up. And he said this I don't need to display luxury cars, homes, trips, or even planes. I prefer that my people receive a little of what life has given me. Bravo. <laughs> That's Bravo! Not bad. Bravo! This you know, week's Did not-
2: You Know is all about things that are truly positive for the communities around people. Like I said, the theme this week
1: is community building, and these are great Did You Knows to go with it. All right, this one here, which will be our last one for today, in India there is a, I guess it's pronounced Sikh. Mm-hmm. I don't know S I K H. There's a Sikh temple called the Golden Temple that feeds fifty to a hundred thousand people. Every day, no matter where in the world you are from or what your religion is, visitors pay absolutely nothing as all meals provided are free. Wow. Dude, I I struggle sometimes just cooking dinner for me and my wife at night. These people are cooking for 50,000 to 100,000 people every single day. Yeah, and it's free. Could you imagine? And it's free.
2: Could you just imagine? Look- I sit here and think about it. I'm spending thirty to forty dollars at Chick Fil A on a Friday night. That's my norm. Yeah. Yeah, that's Chick Fil A Friday night at the Sims' house, right? And and I'm looking and there's a an eighteen wheeler pulling up, stocking that that place every day. Sometimes multiple times a day to make sure that Chick Fil A restaurant has yeah. enough food for that place, right? And I got news for you. They ain't feeding fifty thousand people in a day and they're getting truckloads multiple times a day to keep yeah. that place afloat. Can you imagine the amount of food that has to be brought into this temple and then, then cooked and then handed out? Right. I mean, that's incredible amounts, you know, and that's testament to them. That's huge, man. That's absolutely yeah. huge. And,
1: and, and look, it, uh, I, I found out the pronunciation of it. I just, just got something bugged in my ear about it. It's not called the Sikh temple. It's pronounced Sikh. Seek. I didn't know that yeah, Seek, like okay. S-E-E-K So I mean If you're cool. going to do Something great like that I want to try to at least Say the word right Might as well do it right Might <laughs> as, as, as well do as it as right As far as that goes <laughs> Alright that's all we got For Did You Know I hope you all didn't know that And now you're smarter for it There you go <laughs> This speech is my recite. I think it's very light To back around That's right On top of
2: All right, T, it's time for our sports section, Bubba. And of course, this is one of my highlights of each and every week, especially in football season. Got some uh, great, great interviews with our coaches. Of course, two of them fought each other, so it's kind of fun. You know, when you listen to one coach talk about the ball game versus the other coach in the ball game, it's amazing the perspectives. You know what I mean? The guy yeah. who wins, you know, it, maybe or maybe not, it could have been worse, or we got lucky versus the other one's like, well, you know, it could have gone the other way if we had done this, or, oh, they probably could have beat us worse. It's just, so fascinating to have these kind of interviews when you have people that play against each other know each other friends yeah. the whole nine yards mm-hmm. so um i hope y'all enjoy these interviews you know because these guys are they're just being true they're being honest to themselves they're here to support their kids and it, it it shows when you when you listen to these audios and so really hope y'all enjoy it so let's go to our coaches now coach hector and brother how are we doing on this fine sunday man
4: man i'm doing great how about yourself
2: man i'm doing good man doing good you know friday night it was, a, it was a good game, but an ugly game, man. And I know it didn't go your way, uh, you know. Unfortunately, uh, took a loss on the ball game. But um, I've, I've really been looking forward to having this conversation with you because, you know, I, I was there. I got to watch both teams go at it um, and just watched what I thought, like I said in the beginning, just an ugly, ugly game, honestly. I felt like... Both teams had a play with a lot of high emotion, but there wasn't a lot of consistency. There was a lot of penalties, um, a lot of a lot of uh, you know points not on the board that could have been there. Just you named across the board, so many things that just weren't crisp and you know it just kind of came down to you know who made the big play and and who uh, who didn't and you know how how did you feel about the game?
4: No, absolutely. I mean, I I think you you hit the nail on the head there. You know, right, right from the start, you know, I mean, we, we fumble open and kick off with a guy who's as sure-handed as they get and, you know, just never happens. You know, so that, that – you get that. We get a safety. Um, you know, we miss kick. You know, we're trying to kick the ball deep and, um, you know, just have a miss kick. I guess there's another really great way to say it. And, you know, it looks like we got an onside kick and give them another short field. And, yeah, just, you know, for whatever reason tonight that we just never really – gotten a gotten a rhythm and um yeah it just uh, looked looked ugly all night long
2: yeah it, it was tough you know, i got to say something up front coach and, and this was pretty disappointing is that you know? When I'm sitting here watching the game, and don't get me wrong, it was ugly, and people were mad and frustrated. Heck, I was mad and frustrated because you know you want to see players play at their best, you want to see plays develop, and you want there to be a slugfest when it comes to either being defensive, it's like that, you know. But to see that there's people that are in stands, you know, booing or complaining and different things of that nature, there's just not a time and a place for it. And I'm sure you don't hear any of that because you're focusing on the game. But I heard from several people that were there at the ball game that they're really surprised that you know there was some of that going on and that you know i get there's frustration and there's feelings and stuff but these are still kids you know i mean there's still young people who are still figuring things out they're going to make mistakes you know and high emotion and we got we got to be there to support and, and that was pretty tough i know things weren't going y'all's way especially for at least two or three quarters and then y'all started kicking it in you know but how, how do you feel like your kids were handling that kind of adversity
4: well you know um, i had a couple of them you know and, and, and you're absolutely right i, di- I didn't know any of that was going on until I was told afterwards, I, you know, I just never hear any of it. Um, I guess a good thing for me, but unfortunately some of our kids did. And, you know, it's one, it's I think a little embarrassing for them. Uh, but two, I mean, you know, that's one thing that we're, when I got here, one of the biggest issues I felt like we had was a lack of confidence in our players. Um, and then for that to come from our side, to kind of break down some of that confidence is, uh, a little baffling to me, you know, so we've got to be better, um, you know, obviously, like I said, I know it's it's frustrating when when things aren't going the way we want or think that it should be. Um, I mean, that's the case for all of us. But I, I'll tell you one thing that I did take from it that I'll, I'll say is a positive thing. It's at least we got a little expectation around here now. <laughs> you know, that, that if people are going to be that upset, that means they expect us to do something. And, um, you know, so we'll, we'll take that. It's better than, you know, maybe what things used to be around here where people just expect us to lay over and take it. And uh, now, you know, expectations are here so but at the end of the day we've got to be better and, and you know i can handle anything want to be said to me uh but don't don't do that to our kids
2: coach that's a great that's a great way to look at it that's a great that's a great truth there you know i do believe the expectations have definitely risen at lewisburg i mean you're coming into the game a three and one record uh one of the best starts probably in school history i know that at one time they were 4-0 but we can be honest with ourselves that four zero also was playing a bunch of teams that we were way heavily outmatched back then, and then the season didn't go right. But I think y'all have uh, truly shown that you know you're playing your you know really good ball. You're clicking on all cylinders, and you know it's just unfortunate. It just had just had a bad night, you know. And I'm a huge believer in ebbs and flows. Y'all started the game off with a fumble. you also had six penalties in the first drive on defense, <clears throat> and uh, also guess what? You're, you're in the dumps and everything is looking bad. And guess what? You know, Center Hill fumbles the ball and gives you the ball back. And then, what, two plays later you get a safety. I mean, so, like, again, a lot of negatives, a lot of ugly on the field, and the kids are just trying to play through it. And that's all. That's hard on a team, especially when it's an emotional ball game. Now, I know uh, at, the, at night, and I know, we, you know you and I have talked prior, you know, Center Hill pulled out all the stops. I mean, they had – um, probably anywhere between three and 4,000 people there, probably the largest home crowd in history. Um, they had cook-offs going on. They had uh, cheer and dance youth going on. They had free for anybody who was wearing the red out. I mean, they had a tribute to Adam Tipton. They had um, all kind of had a big uh, big performance before. And I mean, there's so many things going on to try to make sure they have a huge crowd. And so you could definitely tell this was the Super Bowl for Center Hill playing against you guys and uh that's also you know i wouldn't say an intimidating you know environment but it definitely is eye-opening especially for a high school player and i like you know i think that adds that extra emotion and i think it showed on the field would you agree
4: yeah 100 percent. i mean it's you know uh, we know it's a rivalry and and um uh, you know sometimes i feel like it might be a little bit more one-sided uh, as far as the um you know the feels and excitement of of the the rivalry that has been there for a long, you know, I guess since the school's open, but you know, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of emotion that goes into it. And then when you get all those extra things and um, you you know, there's just things don't go your way early. Then you got the, the nonsense from the the stands or whatever else it's. Yeah. You're asking a lot for a 16 year old kid to kind of overcome and to get out there and to perform their absolute best. It's, it's difficult, you know, but um, our kids are trained, you know, we, we, these are things that we intentionally teach throughout the course of the year. And uh, we, we love on our kids. We encourage them. And, you know, we're going to put them in position, you know, the best that we can to to be successful and, and to handle those things that come their way. It just, you know, like you said, some things it's a little frustrating that you got to teach them to handle those. But, um, you know, it was, again, it was a great atmosphere and, and uh, you know, a fun night. Just wish it would have gone a little bit better for us.
2: Amen to that, brother. So, Coach, let's talk about the kids and the ball game. Now, I know uh, looking back at the film and the stats and everything like that, uh you know correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure y'all probably won almost every category minus probably turnovers in the scoreboard you know uh, what, what, what do you got to say for all that coach
4: uh you're 100 percent right i mean uh you know when i get back to our office we've got a i've got a stat sheet on my desk and you know you open it up and uh you know be honest with you i felt that's kind of how the game went i mean i felt like we were probably the more physical team um you know we had a lot of mistakes but you know i think um you know, you know. I, I kind of looked at it, and you look at every statistical category. We we were better, you know, except for turnovers and the score. And uh, unfortunately, those two things usually go go hand in hand. So we've got to do a better job of protecting the football. And um, you know, and I think if we can do that, and uh, you know, it gives us in a much better better position to win football games.
2: I totally agree there, Coach. I agree there. Now, Coach, defensively, you know, I thought you guys played pretty well, minus just giving up a couple big plays. Um, You know, I think Center Hill's offense struggled uh, at times, and I think, um, you know, that if it wasn't for penalties in key moments, that a lot of times most drives, even on both sides of both teams' offenses, would not have advanced or kept alive if it wasn't for penalties. Uh, but defensively, um, who were some of the guys that kind of stood out, maybe stepped up for you, made plays? What, what, what's your thoughts?
4: Yeah, I, th- I thought that uh, Demetrius Farewell played really well. Um, uh, Elliot Helps was great for us. C.J. Johnson was great. Uh, Josh Conley, a guy that uh, kind of got put over there, you know, midweek last week and kind of having to learn some things, did, did some good things. And, you know, I think overall we we played pretty well. We got put in some bad situations, uh, you know, short field and, and, uh, you know, kind of gave up some easy ones there and had one long one that, you know, 10 guys played perfect. And one guy who's probably played it perfect every single time all night long, um, you know, put his eyes in the wrong spot for a split second. And and that was the difference, um, you know, so um, half of their, pretty much about half their offense came off of that one play. So, you know, we, we did a lot of great things, but, you know, when it's, again, you're, you're, you've got turnovers and it's kind of an ugly game and, you know, you've you we've got to find a way to keep keep them out of the end zone.
2: Yeah, I hear you there, coach. Now, coach, offensively, I think your quarterback is probably one of your uh, your better players. He's one of your leaders. He's got a good good throwing quarterback, but unfortunately, he struggled. You know, I think he had three interceptions. Um, didn't get much on the ground game. Um, you know, um, and I know he got got kind of banged up last week. Was it, was he still kind of banged up this week going to the ball game?
4: i think he was okay it's just you know it's um it's one of those deals that you know i think we gotta we've got to put him in better in better positions and uh maybe clean some stuff up for him a little bit um and you know we talked about this before with him he's a he's a ultra competitor he's always trying to you know make the big play and 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 not for him i mean he he wants that for the offense he wants that for the team um and sometimes it kind of gets in his own way a little bit and um you know but like so we've you know and that's kind of a, a deal with our coaches that we've been talking we've got to find ways to, to help him be in better positions and, and and make better decisions and you know deliver the ball where where he's supposed to because you know he, he throws it better than probably anybody else around here and and uh, does a lot of great things and you know it's just kind of a i don't know maybe a little bit of a funk right now uh but you know we're gonna we're gonna work on trying to get some of those things cleaned up and, and get him in better better positions
2: I hear you there, Coach. Well, I think your your ground. am sorry, your ground game was uh, pretty solid. I know y'all did some kind of cool trap stuff, did some heavy set stuff. Um, you know, you have your H back coming, get into play. Um, you know, you were kind of gashing quite a bit, and I think that was probably your most consistent form of offense the other night i know center hill kind of came at y'all and playing a a heavy press and trying not letting your wide receivers get off the line of scrimmage very well and i know that you know kind of hurts y'all's timing and things of that nature but offensively run wise i thought y'all did pretty solid was that more of your your running back or offensive line what, what's your thoughts on that
4: a little bit of both you know that, that was something that that uh, an adjustment we made at halftime you know, they were – you know, they, they knew that we like to throw the ball and they were trying to take that away. Um, and I think we – I felt like we probably kind of forced it maybe a little bit too much in the first half trying to throw the ball. And, uh, you know, we decided at halftime, hey, look, we need to – we need to get some more downhill runs in. You know, we feel like we can block these guys. And I think our offensive line did a great job. You know, we rushed for, you know, 150 yards, I think, in the second half uh, alone. You know, so something – you know, you kind of look back and things you kind of kick yourself on. You know, we probably should have – um, try to get to that a little bit sooner than we did. Um, but, again, our, our running backs did a great job. Coleman Dowell came in in the second half and rushed for over 100 yards on 11 carries. Uh, he had a couple scores, and, you know, he's he's a special player for us. And, um, you know, he did, he did exactly what we expect of him when he got out there Friday night.
2: Man, that's great great coach that's great well again coach tough loss i think it like you said it was just it was just an ugly game and unfortunately it was just a little bit uglier for you <laughs> that's the best way I, could, way I could put it um but i think your kids play with heart i think they uh, you got a good team there i think they can uh, they can bounce back and you know have some great things going on for the rest of the season who do y'all got coming up next week
3: uh we
4: host hernando friday night um you know it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a packed house and, and a lot of fun and um, you know, we we know that uh, much like Center Hill, they love to play us. You know, and, and I know it's a big deal for, for them. And um, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna get out here and, like I said, get some things cleaned up and kind of learn from this past one. And you know, we'd love to love to get it back, but it's over with. And um, you know, we got like you said, we got to move on to the next one, and that's Hernando. And looking forward to hosting them at seven o'clock. Uh, here in Jamestown.
2: Seven o'clock. That's right. That's right. Coach, man, I know we've been talking for a little while. I can't thank you enough for your time. Keep it going over there at the Berg, man. Look forward to hearing from you next week after a big W versus Hernando.
3: Yes, sir. Appreciate you.
2: Coach Russell, brother, how we doing, man? I'm
3: doing good. How are you?
2: Man, doing swell. Doing swell. Man, playing uh, probably what the most historically tough team to play in our district, Panola, Friday night. Y'all gave quite a performance, man. I uh, – I I really 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 think y'all really stood the test of time when it comes to that whole us versus y'all, you know, that throwback y'all brought back. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and to see a tie ball game at halftime and y'all throwing it back and forth and doing your thing and making it a great game. Uh, that, that's a huge kudos to y'all. Um, I know the score doesn't reflect it, but I know there was some big things that happened right at the end. That kind of, you had to kind of sell out for stuff and sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it didn't and it didn't this time. But I know you got to be proud of your boys, coach score,
3: you know, you know, score says that we we lost by 20, but it wasn't it wasn't that type of game. It was you know all the way down into the into the middle of the fourth quarter. It was a six point ball game right there in the fourth quarter. Um, they're driving. Um, they throw a uh, pass to the end zone. It hits us in the chest. We have a chance to make the interception um, with a chance to go down and, and, and take the lead if we do that. The ball bounces off our chest. They catch the football for a touchdown. We're down by 13, and now we're in a position where we've got to do something a little bit different. Um, you know, we got we got, they, we got stopped on offense, um, and we, we needed we knew we were down by two scores. We had to go uh, be a little bit aggressive, and uh, we, we we lined up and bought the house. And you know, the negative of that is that. there's always a chance where they catch a seam when you try to bring the house and and that's what happened they got a long run right there at the very end and uh gave them the 20 point advantage you know but we we had to do that because you know you know we were talking off air before you know a loss by one point or 20 points is still a loss i'm gonna do whatever it takes to give our chance to our team a chance to win there at the end and i felt like Blitzen and really bringing the house there was was the, was the right call. I'd still do uh, th- to give us a chance to get a quick stop and get the ball back and have time to, to score twice.
2: I agree with you, Coach. I think it's uh, you've got to sell out. You know, I used to coach powerlifting, like you know, you, you and I did back in the glory days, as they say. Absolutely. And uh, it's just like the Good same day. kids I've had multiple times. I was like, hey, if you go to lift more than you've ever lifted before here, you can win this entire thing and win state. But if you don't get it, you might not even be on the podium. You might get third. And I said, what do you want to do? You've got, a, you've got a secured second or third spot. You get a medal. Or do you want to go for the W? And, you know, you want the gold. And the kids are always, you know, hey, I'd rather lose it all knowing I went for it all versus just settling for having a good performance. And uh, I think that's a great attribute to have, Coach, 100%. Well, Coach, who are some of the players well, y'all had I, on offense that did well for you? Well, you
3: know, um, you know, Vance did a good job controlling the ball you know he went eight for 12 in the game uh throwing the football um we you know Britton Trailer had another big time play um and, and caught a fade ball for a touchdown um Jerry Wall did a good job stepping in you know uh, unfortunately you know Corey Williams got twisted up a little bit and we'll see how how injured he is you know going forward but uh Jerry stepped up did a really good job subbing in for him and made a couple nice run made a nice big catch on a wheel route. Um, you know, So we had some guys do some really good things.
2: That's great, Coach. That's awesome. Now, defensively, I know you've got some people who did some good stuff because Alpinola's got a pretty good offense, and y'all were holding them pretty firm and going pretty good. Who were some of the kids on defense that stood out for you?
3: Yeah, you know, I thought A.J. Hill played a really good game. Um, we moved him around a little bit. We played him at corner uh, this week because he's just he's he's a long body and he's hard, he's hard for anybody to throw on. Uh, they they completed several fade balls and so I uh, really appreciate him moving out, um, you know, and, and doing that. We moved Jerry Wall. We moved him to safety position. I think he had the second most tackles on the team and and did a fine job there. And you know, so we had we had several guys that played well um you know they they put you in a bind they're they're really really big you know they're they're averaging probably over 300 pounds on their offensive line they got a 380 pound center and two 300 pound tackles and two or 50 yards. you know they're they're really big and they leaned on us all night long and and we did a pretty good job i felt like of, of containing them uh but in that process they ate a whole lot of the clock you know we Um, we had 36 offensive snaps in the game. You know, normally we're getting close to 60 offensive snaps in the game. Um, And so, you know, just really changed the complexion of the game because of that. Uh,
2: That that definitely makes it more difficult. You definitely have to be high efficiency if you're cutting your plays away. And plus it also lays on your defense to have to deal with that, you know, more time on the field. um, You know, and and like you just mentioned, a couple of your guys playing both ways. Um, you know, Ironman football there—that that definitely adds to a lot of things, and to be able to fight through that adversity shows to how well y'all are doing on your team. So, kudos to those, Coach. Well, Coach, who do y'all got going on next week?
3: Well, we got a we got a really big game this week. We got Horn Lake, you know, so it's the opportunity for us to 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 get to get back, you know, another conference game, another, hopefully another opportunity to go win a football game, go go play, go compete. Uh, this will be an exciting game for us. You know, it's a historical rivalry within the county. Um, you know, you know. of course, our kids know their head coach, and Coach Jackson was with us last year uh, here at Olive Branch. So, you know, there's some familiarity there. Um, and just any time we get a ch- chance to play a team within the county, you know, we're always looking for an opportunity for a win against a quality opponent. And, you know, that's just – that's just a big deal. I mean, that's you know we we line up the schedule every year and we look at it and say, okay, well, it rivalry game, rivalry, rival. Every game's a rivalry game for us. I mean, just that's what it is in conference play.
2: Coach, I hear you, man. I gotta be honest with you, though, coach. You know, I don't I don't sugarcoat stuff. Horn Lake is really, really struggling this year. They are. Uh sadly haven't won a ball game uh they're going through some changes and some phases and stuff and uh you know uh, it's a rough go for coach jackson over there uh but do you feel like there's any of their players or are they on the verge of putting things together where you are concerned about friday Uh, any particular that they have that somebody y'all have to watch out for
3: well you know they've got I mean that that's not that's not the case. I mean you know they did a good job last week with the Central t- at times stopping the run, doing some different stuff, and you know they've got athletes. You know they'll we'll get off the bus. They're going to be bigger than us. I mean that's that just is what it is. I mean it, we 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 see that week in and week out. Um, you know. But here's the thing. What we've got to do this week is not concentrate on a record, and we've got to concentrate on the, the, the team we've got to beat. You know, we're not going to uh, overlook anyone. We're going to look at this as an opportunity to improve as a football team. We lost to a good South and Old team on Friday. And to get to where we want to go and to be able to beat Sal Panola and all those teams, we've got to improve week by week. And uh, that's what our focus is going to be on this week is being the best football team we can be. And and, and each player needs to be the best they can be every single rep. And so, um, you know, if you don't do that, You know, you get shocked, you know, you look at college football each each week, you know, you've got teams that should never win that or lose that football game and they're losing week in, week out. Why? Because they're not mentally focused. They're not prepared. They're not ready to go for that game for whatever reason it is, whether it be, um, you know, they didn't prepare well enough or that they listened to the hype and, and that they should go out there and roll their helmet out there. And that ain't the case. I mean, especially in a rivalry game like this, where kids are going to be excited and go out there and play football. I mean, we got to play fast. We got to pay, play physical, and we got to play our brand of football. Or, you know, anytime you don't do that, you have a chance of getting beat.
2: Coach, I couldn't agree with you more. I think you said it really, really well right there. I think um, good teams beat teams like they're to, you know they don't give them opportunities to have an upset they look at every opponent as an even killed and the best opportunity to improve themselves i think that's a great way of putting it and i think that's kudos to you and your program uh coach as always uh always a pleasure to talk to you i think you do a fantastic job and y'all are looking to have a very bright future this season y'all are on a roll winning big games and uh i want to wish you luck for a good week of practice and uh on friday for horn lake
3: thank you so much appreciate it
2: Coach Peacock, brother, how we doing tonight, man?
0: I'm good, man. I'm good.
2: Good to hear, man. Well, I bet you're good. That was a heck of a Friday, man. What do you call it? You got Pepper Alley, community events going on, over three or four thousand people in the in the stands at the game, uh, you know, and you get away with a W with a you know, versus an arch rival team. That's I'd say that's a heck of a Friday, man.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I mean it was uh it was an awesome, awesome atmosphere, awesome day. Um, you know, had a lot of great things going on. Um, uh, so it was it a was, uh, great, great day, great atmosphere, and just just proud that our kids were able to fight hard and, and uh, get the W.
2: Man, Coach, you know, I got to be honest with you, I was worried, man. You know, I, of course, I'm always one of those guys when it comes to football, you know, let the anxiety or anxiousness get to me, but – you know, going into the game, I saw your kids come on the field. They were locked arm-in-arm. Arm. They looked focused. They looked they looked mentally tough, ready to roll. And from the beginning of the ball game, they came out, you know, they make big plays, cause the fumble on the opening kickoff uh, return and then, you know, we, y'all offensively got down to the field and then, man, I tell you, that just the turnover bug finds y'all at the worst times, man. 2-yard line, you know, we got a we got a fumble, you know, and we lose the ball. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm thinking, oh, my Lord, here we go. We're we're going down the same path we've gone in the past, you know, where things get rolled and one thing goes wrong and I'm afraid things are going to go south and never return. But luckily, defense comes out, slaps them in the mouth and gets a safety two plays later. And it seems like from that point forward, y'all stayed in pretty good, strong control of the ball game, especially going all the way into about the third quarter. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, we, we talk take a lot of pride in our, our kickoff team. You know, we tell them, you know, it's all about effort. We want to sprint down there. We want to try to make a big play, make something happen. They did just that. And You know, we we drove down. We got a short field because the turnover. We drove down inside the two-yard line. I mean, you know, probably down on the one. And we actually scored, um, you know, scored on a quarterback sneak, but Lewisburg lined up off sides. I think, to me, it's one of the worst. One of the worst differences from the NFHS rules, which is what most high schools go by versus the NCAA rules, is you know we score a touchdown, but because of a defensive penalty, we don't, we don't get the points um, you know, because it's a dead ball deal uh, in high school. Um, and then we fumble the next play. You know We, we uh, have, have turned the ball over way, way too many times inside the 10 this year. Uh, I feel like if we hadn't done that, we, our record will be a little bit better than it is. Uh, you know, I don't know exactly what happened. I know, you know, quarterback looks at his wristband and then puts his hand back under center. And then I think he was trying to sneak it again. Um, and it just kind of squirted out and uh, they they fell on it, it, it looked like. Um, uh, but then our defense rose up and, and got a safety there uh, to get us two points and we get the ball back um, and, and drive down again and throw, throw the interception in the back of the end zone. I thought their safety made a pretty good play. Um, you know, so I think there were seven turnovers in the game. So, Like you said, it was really kind of a sloppy game from an offensive perspective. We feel like, you know, if, if we don't have some of those turnovers, we could have stretched that lead out uh, a lot more, uh, than we had at halftime. And I feel, you know, I'm sure they feel like the same way. If they don't, don't turn the ball over, they could have, could have very much, uh, you know, had the lead. So, um, just, just proud of our kids. We got one more turnover than they did. And, and that, you know, ultimately, that was the difference on the ball game. It was an eight-point game. That one turnover where we scored and, and were able to capitalize on it, you know, ultimately was the difference in the ball ballgame. Um, thought we did some good things, both offensively and defensively, but we just still – offensively, we're still just making too many mistakes and and what I would call unforced turnovers. You know, we had the the interception, uh, which really, you know, you throw it at the back of the end zone, he makes a play. You had the fumbled snap, and then you had – the toss where it's a little high and a little late that we dropped. So, you know, it felt like there were unforced errors um, uh, where we just didn't do what we were supposed to do uh, and put the ball on the ground. Um, But, uh, you know, in the day, an ugly win is better than an ugly loss any day of the week. And I'll I'll take a win uh, no matter how ugly every, every day.
2: Well, as the some famous college coaches have said in the past, man, you never apologize for a W. You know what I mean? That's right. That's I mean, right. And that's the truth, Coach. I gotta say, you know, you talk about the difference in scores and display going that way, you know, and uh, you know, talking to Coach torn and stuff. You know, they had some opportunities, and here's some things. You, I mean, you had a 70 yard run that got called back. You also had a you know 70 yard run for touchdown, by the way, and then you also had like a 45 yard pass down the middle. Uh, they got called back. and You were at the, would have been in the red zone, ten yard line. Um, these are two pivotal plays, um, uh, coach. I got to say that, like you talked about, sloppy game, penalty ridden. I mean, just penalty after penalty after penalty. Um, you know, some for, some against. That you know, in the most in the good times and bad. You know, a lot of drives sustained because of an uh penalty. A lot of drives died because of a penalty. And I know you hate uh, the old saying, playing behind the chains. Um, Coach, I mean, you you were able to throw the ball uh, two or three times in the ball game. One was an interception and one was a pass that got, uh, you know, uh, called back from a penalty. You know, do you feel like this is something that's going to be hurting you moving forward, you know, playing, uh, you know, the rest of your district play?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we need to be able to throw the ball better, Um, you know, uh, without a doubt. um, You know, obviously with our style of offense, we're not trying to throw it 20 times a game. But but the main thing we need to be able to do is – when the defense is saying, hey, we dare you to throw the football, we need to be able to do it in complete, complete passes or at least scare them enough to where they think they think we might complete a pass. Um, you know, I thought uh, the, the interception, you know, I thought, hey, probably don't need to throw that ball or just, you know, throw it away. Um, the, the other pass, you know, it was a great ball. Uh, I think he could have thrown it a little bit sooner, maybe a little bit more on the line, but it was a great ball, J.D. called it we're going to be down inside the red zone and they threw a um, uh, false start or, or man in motion, you know, some yeah, kind illegal of procedural. Shift.
2: Illegal shift. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, penalty And the deal, you know, I don't want to talk bad about the rest, but I think every penalty in the second half came from the ref on Lewisburg's sideline. So I felt like their coaches were kind of in his ear a little bit. And uh, I think he let them, you know, maybe, maybe make a call or two that – that uh, in a normal instance wouldn't have been made. Um, uh, you know, you can see on film he's got his hand on his flag before the ball even snapped, um, you know, looking for stuff. Uh, but it is what it is. Our, our kids got to know that there's things, that because of what we do offensively, there's things that those refs are looking for for us to do, and we've got to make sure that we don't leave early, that we don't um, – you know, do some stuff that allows them to make those calls. You know, a couple of them, I'm not saying they were the wrong call, just saying that, you know, I don't know that we get that um, called very often, I guess the way to say it. But definitely felt like, you know, without the, the the holding call on the long touchdown run felt like, you know, it was a little ticky. It may have been a hold, but it was, it was a very weak hold in my opinion. Um, and then – uh did probably lean forward just a little bit uh, right before the snap. But, again, I thought it was at least a little weak. Um, you know, in, in my opinion, they didn't. Uh, but, you know, the refs are out there trying to do their best. And any anytime you play a football game, you know, I hate to say it like this, but there's two people you don't want to leave the game in the hands of, the refs and the kickers. You know, <laughs>
3: that's, just kind of,
0: that's just kind of the old deal. You never want to leave the, the ball game's decision-making – in the hands of the rest or the kicker, um, you know, and I trust our kicker with with a lot, but, but that's just kind of the old coach's rule. Right, uh, you hand, you handle your business on offense and defense, and, and make sure you don't leave it in the hands of those people. Right, um, but you know, like I said, I thought I thought defensively, Lewis Perry, I thought Coach Holst did a, did a really good job. I thought we kind of popped a few big things, um, but I thought they did some stuff that that um, you know we had not seen them do a ton of. Uh, you know, obviously we. We always play somebody and they're playing an offense that's very different from what they see on normal Friday nights. So we see some stuff that maybe we hadn't seen on film or that we didn't see the year before sometimes. Um, But, you know, for the most part, I I thought our kids handled it pretty well. Um, I would like to see um, our O-line, you know, uh, play a little bit better. I, I thought we missed some interior blocks and felt like where we felt like we could have ran the ball and, and just continued to churn out yardage and chew clock. I felt like we got behind the sticks a couple times just because we missed a, missed a block here or there. But, um, you know, overall, you know, our, our kicker um, punted the ball well. I think he pinned him inside the 10 twice. Um, he was three for three for extra points. Uh, Carter Burton, he's done a great job all year. And then, you know, J.D. Washington uh, had a great game. I think he had five touches for 108 yards and three touchdowns. Um, I think, you know, we averaged over five yards of carry, I think. Um, so, you know, did some good things defensively. Obviously I thought we played really well. Uh, you know, still got some things to clean up, but thought we, uh, again, they're a different offense. So, you know, where we're one extreme offensively, we're going to run the ball a whole bunch. They're going to throw the ball a whole bunch. so I thought we were able to some, do some, do some things to confuse them and try to, you know, uh, basically try to stop the run with four and, and play pass with the rest of them. And, I thought uh, that led to some of the interceptions and things that we got. I'm just real proud of uh, Lance. Uh, He had two interceptions and then he calls the third interception and just a great kid uh, plays hard and does, does everything right. So uh, again, just proud of our team and proud of the way they fought back and and, uh, got us to one and one in district play with uh, what about five games to go. So just looking forward to finishing out the season, man.
2: I heard that brother. I heard that. Well, Coach, we got a big week this week. You got uh, a good opponent coming in on Friday. Uh, or actually, I guess you're, you're kind of away. Uh, who we got Friday? And Tell the people about it.
0: Yeah, we're going over to the Soto Central. So we're going to play our um, second homecoming, and we're going to play three homecomings in four weeks. We played the South Haven homecoming last week, uh, their homecoming this week, and our homecoming the next week. So, um, a lot of maids getting crowned here in the next couple of weeks. uh So yeah, they're 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 a good football team, man. Coach Ford and Coach Doer they do a great job over there. uh Coach Coleman does a great job with their own lines. They're big, and you know they've got you know about two thousand kids uh, where we've only got just over a thousand. So you know they probably got about an extra 400, 400 boys to to choose from, I guess is the right way to say it. So you know we're gonna go over there. We we played with them a little bit last year and let things get away after a couple of bonehead penalties on our part. We're going to go over there and, you know, see what happens. And, and hopefully we can keep it close and slow their offense down Their quarterbacks really good. I think he's leading six a in most, uh, most statistical categories right now. I think he's rushed for about 300 thrown for over a thousand. They got two, two big, long, tall receivers on the outside. So, you know, it's going to be a big challenge for us. Um, you know, but, uh, I just want us to go over there and, and have three good days of practice and follow it up with a good Friday night and see what happens.
2: Heard that, Coach. <clears throat> well, Coach, we definitely wish you have a good week of practice and wish you good luck on Friday and looking forward to going to the game. And as always, appreciate your time on the podcast and uh, congratulations on a big W versus a big home crowd, probably the largest home crowd in school history. And uh, way to end yeah. it right there, man. So uh, good stuff, man. Really, 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 again, appreciate your time.
0: Yeah, it was. It was no doubt. It's the biggest gate we've had since I've been at Center Hill, and I I feel very confident saying it's the biggest crowd that's ever seen a Center Hill football game. So glad we're able to get the W in front of that that large crowd.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well,
1: until next time, Coach. Thanks again.
0: All right, man. Appreciate it.
1: Well, well, that was a big game Friday night between Center Hill and Lewisburg, and uh, both you know Lewisburg will bounce back. It'll be okay. I'm sure they're going to be good and ready for y'all again next year. Oh, without a branch. Look that olive branch game was a lot closer than the score indicated. Yeah, I, from what one. I I wasn't there for but from what I understand, from what I heard about it, it was pretty tight till the fourth quarter. Uh an amazing play by South Pontiac, which you South know Manola, as well as I Panola, South Panola. South Panola. Right my bad. South Panola, which I was fixed to say you you and I know that you know, playing against them extremely well. Uh, You know, their playbook's only about four plays deep, but nobody runs those four plays better than they do. Uh, So, but every once in a while, you know, they they get a break as well. But, uh, hey, hats off to all of our teams this week. We got another Friday coming up, picking up this week. We can uh, fight hard and work hard this week, and hopefully we'll all get victories this Friday
2: yeah I think that's the thing I think this week all three schools have a great shot this Friday coming up uh, to get a W and to be a pretty successful uh, conversation for next week and so definitely wish them all well uh, and again I thank them all for joining us again because you know it, it takes a lot that's on their weekend that's their personal time and they give a lot to football and you know and this is a little bit from their family so an extra thank you to all three coaches for their time on our show it means a lot and uh, sure know, I, hope, I hope the fans really enjoy the content they bring it means a lot to us. Well, guys, as always, we hope you've enjoyed our show. We hope that you take a few seconds to please go give us a positive review on iTunes. That really, really does help us. We don't ask for it a whole lot, but that's something that could go a really, really long way for us. So if you get a chance, go give us a positive review. It really, really helps. But If you like our show, we also have a brother podcast down in Hernando called Under the Water Tower that does a very similar and also great show uh, that's very worthy for a listen if you want something very similar and have some more time for it. Go check them out. That is Under the Water Tower. But other than that, guys, that is a wrap for this episode, and I hope that you'll tune in next week. Until then, I'm Zach. I'm T. We'll see y'all next week. That you're
0: gonna find out She fights like a man And she cusses real loud If I was smarter I'd have stayed myself at home And leave it.